Welcome to the Nerd Normie Podcast. I'm a big film nerd, Everett. And I'm Emerald, and I'm engaged to a nerd. Uh, starting off this week, I picked the movie Bottoms. Uh, this is directed by Emma Seligman, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, and then I picked Shiva Baby, which is also directed by Emma Seligman. Uh, it was her first movie, and watching Bottoms made me really want to go back and watch this one. For both of these movies, we will do non-spoilers and then spoilers. Uh, there will be time codes in the description below if you want to jump around. Let's get into it. Could the ugly, untalented gays please report to the principal's office? Okay, uh, yeah, so I chose Bottoms this week. Uh, and it was so good. Um, this is the not spoiler part, so I'll just give, like, a little general outline of what the movie is, like, a basic description. <laughs> but it is about two girls who have been friends for their whole lives since, like, the first grade. Um, their names are PJ and Josie, um, played by Rachel Sennett and Ayo Edibri? Edibri? Oh, yeah. Ayo Edibri. And, um, yeah, so they are not popular in high school and it's their last year and they want to get kind of some experience before they go to college, which is kind of, you know, a very regularly used plot. But in this world that they live in, everything is just so heightened heightened and wild and crazy and whatever it's, it's what you remember high school being yeah. in joke form yeah or like what you dream when you have nightmares about high school yeah um and they decide that they're going to start a fight club basically to teach women self-defense but also because they want to sleep with two of the cheerleaders and so they're trying to get them to join because everyone thinks that they went to juvie and that they're tough now. Um, yeah, and chaos just kind of ensues after that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really, it's a really fun take on a very tried and true type of story. Um, the writing is fantastic, but also they even like show some clips in the credits of like outtakes and lines that weren't used. It's pretty heavily improved through large portions and they just kind of let the actors run with it. Um, and they nail it. Like for such a young cast to be pulling off this movie is incredible. Huge shout out to everyone involved because it is hilarious from start to finish like i don't often even at the movies i've thought have been really funny i don't laugh out loud that often yeah i was literally like crying laughing at this movie from start to finish yeah it is super funny um we also said in our tiktok and instagram video that gave like a quick review of it that it will only be funny for certain types of people and yeah, it's definitely not for everyone. I would recommend it mostly to a younger crowd and also a more left-leaning politically crowd. Um, but yeah, they do kind of... They make fun of right-wing people a little bit. And ideology. Um, it also, you know... So, it, like, it's set in this high, heightened high school... And so the high school football 
players are literal like gods walking among them and get away with everything and these two awkward like lesbians and stuff are the you know outcasts of society to the like nth degree um and there's even a point though they're talking to someone who was their um babysitter babysitter and she's like you know back in my day i was like that or i was outcast just because i was gay now you have to be gay and untalented (laughs) yeah and like that's their whole thing is that they're (laughs) ugly gay and untalented so they can't ever get people to talk to them yeah um because it's not that they're homophobic at the high school it's just that (laughs) these ones are nerds yeah um but yeah obviously i don't feel like if you're on the more conservative side that you'd go to a movie based off of this trailer anyways because they make it very i mean it's called bottoms for a reason they make it very clear it's about lesbians so but just a warning for some people (laughs) because you won't find it funny yeah but if this at all sounds interesting to you 100% recommend it is phenomenal funniest movie of the year by far it's so good yeah um also shout out to ruby cruz she plays hazel most adorable just she she really is like to some extent the emotional anchor of this film and she has some of the funniest moments she also has some of the saddest moments and I think that's another thing this movie does really well. It has you laughing from start to finish, but when it needs to, the drama hits pretty hard. Yeah, it's it's just genuinely so good. Every every second of it was really, really good. I We were a little bit nervous because it's rated R that it was going to be, you know, when they say they're going to start a fight club to have sex with women, it's a little nerve-wracking because he's a prude and (laughs) (laughs) it's just not really what we want to see especially for a high school movie yeah i've always like yes i am more prudish of the two of us but also i've never liked movies i've never liked movies about high schoolers that make high schoolers do really adult things just because i'm like well i'm supposed to be watching this person like they're 16 i know the actor's not but i don't want to watch a 16 or 17 year old do dirty things on a screen that's not like if an actor's doing a good job then they sell that character i don't want to watch that yeah i think that's fair luckily this movie does not do that it's r-rated 100 percent for language violence and by vi- oh yeah and a lot of violence and it earns both those ratings and it's funnier for it and i would not change any of it yeah it feels very much just like high schoolers spitballing yeah and it's great it's just so good um i think that's all we can do for the spoiler free part of this uh marshawn lynch is in it oh so yeah if you're <laughs> a fan of his He's funny and... Yeah, he is definitely very hilarious yeah, in this. Did a really good job. I know athletes turned actors don't always go so well. Uh, but, you know, unlike Tom Brady and 80 for Brady, this is actually a great performance. Yep. Okay, going into spoilers. Um, yeah, so they start the fight club. Obviously, they didn't actually go to juvie. It was just a rumor because Hazel can't take social cues uh, and doesn't understand that it was a joke when they said it. Um, yeah, and PJ, the whole movie, is joking, lying, just saying stuff in any scenario. Kind of an awful way, but somewhat charming or whatever. And um, Josie 
doesn't always want to go along with these things, but PJ's her best friend and they've been together forever. Yeah, plus when a cheerleader who she's been in love with forever starts giving her attention, she does lean into it. She then doubles down and yeah, they start telling the most ridiculous lies. Like, oh yeah, back in juvie, they were, you know, giving us shivs and making us fight to the death and betting on us and stuff. And it's just so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they start fighting each other, but they also get like really close as a friend group. Um, And they get uh, Marshawn Lynch to be their... Uh, like sponsor of the club because the to have it at the school they need a sponsor and it's so funny because he's just a completely checked out teacher at the start and then he gets involved in this club and he's teaching all this curriculum about feminism whatever but he's also going through a divorce and so then as you know typical things happen in these types of movies there's a breaking point it all kind of starts to crumble uh, and he immediately just flips and is like, oh, yeah, I knew all women were evil. This is so tri- like, so typical, blah, blah, blah. And it's just hilarious. Yeah, and also, this has nothing really to do with the storyline, but he does not teach a real class. I was trying <laughs> to, like, pay attention to stuff going on in the back. And part of it's science, part of it's math, and part of it is fake history that he just writes There's... who was feminism invented by, like, <laughs> a the... woman a man, someone else. (laughs) There's even um, a joke pretty early on. They show up for, you know, first day of class or whatever, and the students are talking a little bit amongst themselves, and he just, like, stands up and says, like, one thing, and then the bell rings, and they're looking at each other like, how is this even a class? Like, nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, that happens. Um, Cheerleader and Josie, you know, get closer and stuff. Uh... We find out for some reason cheerleader's boyfriend is sleeping with one of the students' moms, which is gross, but I guess he's 18, so whatever. Um, But they, yeah, they kind of preface that the main football guy who is like the god of their school, everyone worships him, whatever, he is allergic to pineapple. Jeff is allergic to pineapple. And so that comes into play later. Um, But... Yeah, they just get into all these hijinks as friends, and then eventually everyone finds out that they've been lying, so then they're not friends anymore. But then they all have to reunite at the end to save Jeff from the pineapple juice sprinklers when they literally massacre an entire football team. And With it is, a sword at one point. Yeah, it is <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. And absurd, and just, but our type of humor, yeah. 100%. Yep. Um... And yeah, the kind of main two football guys are played by Nicholas Galatzine and Miles Fowler, and they are just having the most fun yeah. anyone has ever had in a movie. They're <laughs> just being so dumb and so over the top and dramatic. There's a moment where Jeff, the main the like quarterback, they tap him with the car ever so slightly, and all the football players come rushing. They're jumping, diving over the hoods of cars, Parkour. grabbing, <laughs> yeah, grabbing him like it's a war movie or whatever. Just the most dramatic moments, screaming it's, into the sky about yeah. how could they do this to <laughs> Jeff? Like it's... And it's it's so funny, and all like the background posters and stuff are like, it's time to get horny, high school. Like yeah. we're having our football game, and like it is so over the top the principal is like he will let the football players get away with anything and he's just a horrible bigot of a man which just it was that's (laughs) my exact high school so (laughs) 
Yeah. And so it's just, it's so funny. It exists outside of reality and it's all the better for it. Because if you try to make this a little more grounded, it doesn't work in the slightest. And I'm so glad they were able to just commit fully to this world. Yep, it's it's so good. And then in terms of like the arc for the the two main characters, something I really liked is that even though, yes, she makes mistakes, uh, Josie has the positive ending or more positive ending she rebands the friend group together she saves jeff she's um (laughs) i'm sorry i forgot she carried jeff over her shoulder (laughs) in slow motion as people are literally like spraying blood behind her (laughs) um and but yeah so like she comes out the hero she gets the girl it's all you know comes up josie or whatever because she's trying the whole time to be genuine and PJ's kind of holding her back. And there's a few moments where I thought they might like just glaze over that PJ's been awful this whole time. And she doesn't get the girl. She gets ridiculed in front of everyone. The friend group like accepts her after she actually gives an apology and not just like a, I'm so sorry I was awful, but like says, I'm sorry I was awful. And thank you guys for all these little things you're doing. Like, acknowledging the small things that they've been doing to help this group stay together as opposed to just a token i'm sorry and then everyone just makes up and it's all fine yeah like i i liked you know you're allowed to make mistakes not everything's gonna go your way and it's not the type of movie that just the hero or the main two characters get whatever they want in the end yeah yep i agree uh, so what would you rate it? <laughs> <laughs> Easy 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10 for sure. I would definitely watch it. This and Barbie are my two favorite movies of the year. I feel like if you liked Barbie, you'll also like this one. Yeah, I I don't know. I like we got in the car and I was trying to think like what movies this year have been better than this. And really like for me, maybe Spider-Verse. If you take the grow, if you take, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, and age it up for adults. Yeah. It's it's this <laughs> same yeah. vibe. <laughs> yeah. So that's a huge recommendation from us on Bottoms. I'm gonna expel you both for committing a crime against Jeff. Get out of the car. You can't tell me what to do. Get out of the freaking car. All right. I picked Shiva Baby, also directed and written by Emma Seligman and starring Rachel Sennett. Um, this movie came out in 2020. Uh, I was working at a high ropes course and one of my friends there recommended it to me, but it was only in our local theater for like one or two weeks. So I never got to see it. It was a shame. Um, and then Bottoms came out and I was like, oh, hey, it's the same writer director. Let's watch it for this. And I'm really glad we did. It's very different <laughs> from Bottoms. There's a little bit of that humor there, but this is almost completely a like bathtub movie in that it all takes place at this Shiva. There's one scene to start before. There's a little bit of standing outside the house, but other than that, everything happens in this one house. The basic premise of this movie, Rachel Sennett's character uh, has a like sugar daddy kind of guy um and it opens on them sleeping together 
and then she gets roped into going to a shiva with her parents uh, and the guy ends up being there her ex-girlfriend ends up being or romantic interest I don't know if they ever officially dated or whatever um, ends up being there and all of the you know the community and the family want to hear every detail of her life and everyone's more successful than her yeah and... she's kind of graduating but kind of not and not really sure what she's doing with her life and designed her own major in gender studies and everyone's convinced that's you know not a real career path and and no one can even decide what it is they're like is she doing media is she an actor is she yeah they can't yeah. figure it out and so it basically just then spends and it's only an hour 15 ish it's not even an hour and a half and it just spends this whole time being uh kind of just spends this whole time being miserable and awkward and uncomfortable and weird dynamics between characters um there's a few scenes that are pretty stress inducing and well put together weirdly kind of dragged a little for me and it's like yeah it's only an hour 15 thank goodness <laughs> it also says it's a comedy film and i would disagree like there's a couple funny parts but it's very just like it There's encapsulates tension yeah it's awkward tension it's stressful and it perfectly encapsulates the feeling of like not knowing what you're doing and being a coming of age woman yeah and like yeah you know she's kind of funny and some of the other characters make some jokes and sometimes the awkwardness makes you kind of want to laugh because you don't know what else to do but no, I would not call this a comedy. Maybe it's because Bottoms was so funny and we just <laughs> saw that last night. Yeah, but... it would have been interesting to watch these in a reverse order, yeah. what we would have said. Um, but that being said, performances all really solid. Um, the writing's pretty good. Uh, you know, I definitely would recommend this to people who are interested in this type of movie. Um, and it's always, you know, nice to see movies being made about different people different walks of life that i'm you know not fully accustomed to and whatever and there is like a little bit i'm sure people from a jewish community will have a greater appreciation for this movie because there are terms and things that you have to do and whatever that are talked about that i only know briefly about and am not entrenched in yeah from what i've gathered i mean i've watched a lot of media involving and i know they often exaggerate the way that they interact together but having jewish parents seems to be exactly how this movie says it is <laughs> the fact that so many jewish movies tv shows are about overbearing parents yeah. means there's probably some amount of truth there yeah and like needing to be successful and yeah. stuff and yeah i think it would be funnier if we were jewish yeah yeah if i had this type of experience and, and upbringing like, and everything yeah um but yeah i mean overall like it's a really it's a well-made film i can understand it you know it played at like the toronto film festival and stuff i can see why they wanted to feature this movie it's a great short little um film but i don't know when you've just watched bottoms that one's a modern comedic masterpiece this is a very good film about one small moment in time yep 
All right, spoilers for Shiva Baby. Um, Rachel Sonnet, as we mentioned, has a sugar daddy. We thought she was a prostitute, so it really doesn't cover that very well. <laughs> no, but like once you hear it, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes just as much sense as the other option, and it doesn't really change the film. Especially because the guy who she has been sleeping with is they seem to have a more personal relationship, you know, because she's genuinely hurt when she finds out that he is married. And has a child. That was <laughs> only 18, 18 months. months old, and his wife shows up at the Shiva, and she's beautiful and runs a business and is super successful, and he's been using her money to pay the sugar baby. <laughs> yeah. Um... Sickening. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, it is a very uncomfortable situation for all people involved. She had no idea. Um, and then, you know, it's she doesn't know how to play it. Do I just pretend I've never seen him? Do I pretend we're just old friends? And that's how I know him. I met him at, you know, the shul or whatever they say. She's trapped with her overbearing parents who are telling him every detail of her life that she's been lying about. <laughs> yeah, she's been lying to him about it. And then, like, they go to the the guy's wife and are trying to get the wife to give Rachel Sennett a job and stuff and just awful stressful yeah and she has no idea how to handle what's going on which is fair that being said she makes some terrible decisions yeah. she does he does the wife does the baby won't stop screaming the parents girlfriend don't does take a the hint. parents suck yeah it's just rough <laughs> yeah like, literally, the parents are, like, grabbing her and pulling around, and she's going, stop, 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 yelling, like, louder and louder, until finally she has to, like, scream to, like, stop, let go of me, and then everyone looks at them. And, and... they're like, why are you drawing attention? And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill you! Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, it really does a good job in those moments of really building that feeling of stress and just, I don't know what I'm doing I don't know how to get out of this scenario. I want it all to stop. Yeah. Um, and then there's also her ex-girlfriend hookup person from her past. They were they grew up down the street from each other. They've been friends for a long time. Their parents say they just experimented with each other, but obviously they've they've been both in competition and still in love a little bit you know and so you know at the start they're excited to kind of see each other but it's also awkward and then the guy shows up and it just creates this whole dynamic and then the friend finds out that she's been you know with the guy and all of this stuff and so just more complex more complications um and in the end not that i didn't want her to have any sort of positive resolution um Rachel Sands character but like I feel like her friend from her past like I just it was like okay the ending where they like hold hands and are you know seemingly going to back each other and start some sort of relationship and they like make out for a minute at the shiva yeah <laughs> and I'm just like that part I was like okay sure whatever yeah I didn't really feel one way or the other about it I mean, you're, what, 20 years old and still figuring out your life? Yeah. Might as well make out at a funeral. (laughs) Yeah. 
but yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like that was supposed to be a more heartwarming moment than it came across to for me. Cause I was just like, that's just going to be chaos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really, I like this movie. Um, it reminds me a lot of Cretia by Trey Edward Schultz. Um, not in subject matter, but in the way it's filmed and the tension it creates in just a short hour, 15, hour and a half type film. I think Cretia might only be an hour. Um, and it just really, that tension, that awkwardness, that stress really comes through well. So what would you rate Shiva Baby? Um, six and a half. I'll give it uh, an eight. I think it's a very well-made, very solid movie, dragged just a little bit, and the ending's take it or leave it yeah as we know i'm not the biggest on movies where they're kind of just all in one place and nothing really happens like a lot of stuff happens in this but also nothing happens you know so it's just some people talk at a funeral is the whole movie i'd lean to the better side so that's why I'm 6.5. I'm on the upper end of the scale, but it's not one I'd watch again or recommend. I'll probably forgot, forget that we've watched it in a couple <laughs> weeks. So Yeah. Alrighty, that's our thoughts on Shiva Baby. I think it's really great to like support females, particularly um, female entrepreneurs. Cool. In the future. <laughs> great. Yeah. Awesome. Alrighty, thank you for listening to our episode this week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nerd and Normie and tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. And if you're listening on audio platform, give us a five-star review. It really helps us out. Thank, thank you. you.